Okay, I believe we're live. Welcome everyone to the fifth episode of the Xbox Live Party Podcast. Uh, my name's Ash, and I am joined as always by my co-host Fabio. How is it going? I'm not gonna. Lie. I'm kind of tired. Too much stuff happening during the week, but still, I've been always been a great pleasure to be here. Thank you very much. <laughs> Well, we're here, who, we're here. <laughs> who would have guessed five episodes? And we have I, I, I thought that we were going to drop this after the <laughs> second episode. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But thank- we're still here. <laughs> we're still here, thank God. Let's see how it goes and how you doing. Yeah, I'm not too bad. I am not too bad, good sir. How are you? Other than being tired, have you been busy? Yeah, too much work from college and as well as from home, but and not a lot of time to play stuff. But still, being able to play as much as I can, and that's it, pretty much. I'm not gonna lie, it's a fucking 200 degrees here. It's really hot, holy fuck. But I, I will survive it. Thank God for air conditioning. Simple as that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's been quite cold here, but it, it started to warm up. I mean, the other day, I couldn't shut my car door because it had frozen, so I couldn't. What? The lock wouldn't. <laughs> the lock wouldn't shut on my door. It was frozen. I had to hold the door shut and put the heating on in the car just to get the door to close. So, opposite opposite sides of the spectrum for us, I think, at the moment. <laughs> 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 That's fair enough. That's fair enough. So, uh, what have you been playing? Oh, anything new? Yeah, I've, do you know what? This week, I've actually tried to play a few different things that I've had sat waiting in my backlog. Now, mm-hmm. I went back to Assassin's Creed Valhalla for a bit because they brought the new update out with the uh, nice. river raids, and I played that for a couple of hours. It's quite good. It's it's going to take a bit of time getting used to it and uh, putting a bit of time into it. It's, it's basically you just raiding one after the other after the other, and it gets harder and harder, and you get less and less people on your team because they keep dying, but you get better rewards. Nice. So it's like it's, a kind of like a how far you can go feature stuff like that. But, yeah, you can sort of stop at any time, but the further you get, the more sort of gold and resources and just general stuff and. <clears throat> items and stuff like that you get so i haven't played a huge amount of it but it was nice mm-hmm. to jump back in at. i mean it's on my list i'm gonna sit and give it a proper play when i get time but right now um i just wanted to get back into the swing of things so it was nice to play that because it's been about a month since i last even switched it on um, nice and then other than that i mean i've played a few games i mean if anyone's watching this live um what's on the screen right now is Terratopia. Now this was uh, published by East Asia East Asia Soft, I believe, and it's a weird little game where you're basically like a little monster thing on this planet. A little blood. Yeah, little and then there's three different colors so with all the different sort of abilities and stuff. But your world's been taken over by like the red monsters, and you're base. It's basically like a walking around sort of like small world, and it's just like a brawler sort of thing. You get you level up, you get special abilities, but the main thing is it's got like a minion system where you get little followers who attack for you and they have different abilities and stuff like that. Um, yeah. yeah for, for a small game, normally with these sort of games by that company, 
they're sort of like you finish them in like half an hour, an hour, and you've got all the achievements and stuff. But this one, like I say, I probably put in about I finished the first sort of three levels when I was playing it just to record it for the the YouTube and that, uh, and that took me a good hour and a half. Um, so I'll be doing some more. I want to finish it. I want to finish the story, the levels, the characters are stupid and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty good. It has a charming art style, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm not saying it's a triple A sort of like 10 out of 10 banger, but I think you can pick it up for like £8 on the store. I mean, I was lucky I got given a code for it, but uh, even mm-hmm. so, I was surprised by how much content and how much replayability and like, because I ended up going back into the first level twice just to get all the extras and the, the secret like chests and stuff. And, yeah. But like, is there is there really any extras? Because like, how can I say that the environments look like just some giant wastelands? Because yeah. they are all empty with only enemies, and that's a shame. Yeah, I mean, lie. as it stands at the moment, I mean, on the second level onwards, there's sort of like you can interact with plants and stuff, or there's things to do where you can like they fire you up places and stuff. But you basically every time you kill an enemy, you collect like eyeballs. And you use the eyeballs mm. to either you you sort of like there's mo- like beat like I don't even know what they are like aliens that you pay and they unlock extra areas or they unlock chests so it's and you can get new costumes by doing certain things. I mean it's not super in depth and I can see it probably getting quite repetitive. But when I'm only playing it like an hour at a time, doing a few levels for what the sort of price it is and for what I wasn't expecting, I was quite uh, I was quite. Uh, interested in it to be fair, and I'd like I say, I'll definitely one of those games that normally I wouldn't play a lot. Nice, of. nice. It, it sort of reminded me of like a cut down uh, budget version of Overlord with like the minions following mm. around and stuff. Nice, um, nice. And then, other than that, I mean, the only stuff I've really played, there's something else on the screen which is uh, Project Starship, which is another like shmup shooter, like space shooter. You know, I'm a I, I do like these little couple of quid shooters they're just easy to play and I, they're just stupid and I, the madness uh, but, but yeah I, I, played, but, I picked it up in sale last week so I thought I'd give that a go and I played that for like an hour just to unlock all the achievements and I'll probably play it it's understandable. it's understandable like this kind these types of games are kind of really well addicting not gonna lie yeah and... they don't take a lot of skill apart well they do in the later levels but just to enjoy them you can just it's just oh, mindless yeah. shooting, and I, I kind of like that now and again. And then, weirdly, the other game I've played this week was I picked up Fuser for free on the free-to-play days. Oh, yeah. And so that's <laughs> made by the people oh, that made Rock Band. And honestly, I didn't know what it was going to be like. I just thought, do you know what? I, st- I wanted to start trying games I haven't played before. And I like Rock Fair Band. Enough. I like Guitar Hero. And I thought, you know what? I'll give it a try. It's all right. It's it's odd. It's nice. I've got some video of it. I'll put on later just to show people what it is. But it's weird because it, it unlike like guitarry way where you're like constantly doing stuff. What you've got is you've got like four songs and you have to keep like mixing and swapping them around like you're a DJ as you're playing. Oh, okay, okay. It's, but it, I've only played like the first few levels and stuff. I played for about an hour and it was quite. It was fun. I mean, if it, gets, if it drops that- in price to like a a tenor, I'd probably pick it up. But is this a game where the main objective is for you to make the perfect dubstep? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's basically it feels like a weird cut down version of like Rock Band, where it's like easier to play, 
but there's instead of having just one song pressing buttons, you, you have to like time switching between them and stuff like that. So you've got like Smash Mouth and uh, Dua Lipa and Rick Astley and all these weird, weird sort of country bands I've never heard of, and I'm just flicking between them just because I can, because why not? But <laughs> honestly, it, it's so weird. But on, if you're into that sort of like rhythm game. And you want to try something for the next sort of day because I think it's still on for another day. I'd recommend giving it a go because for yeah. a couple of hours it'll it'll take you take your time up. But I don't think I'd rush out nice. to buy it straight away. I mean, if it dropped in price, I'd probably pick it up. But like every song, just to buy it, just to get the expansion songs is like one pound seventy a song. And especially want... because the uh, Brazilian price, not not just about Brazilian price, but I think the worldwide price is really expensive for this game. I, I can yeah. only talk about Brazilian Brazil, but here in Brazil is like four hundred reais, something like that for the base game. It's not like any yeah, yeah. deluxe. That that's the that problem. Really, I mean, really I, ridiculous. I think it's thirty six pound in the UK on sale. So it's it's out Holy of my budget, but I just want I just thought I'd give it a try. I was bored and I just couldn't think of what to play. And I was like, I'll, I'll try this for a little bit, and it was all right. But yeah, it's not worth that much money. And like the expansion, like the DLC exactly. songs are expensive, especially when you don't. It's not like Rock Band where you'll use that song to the end and you'll perf perfect it. You might even only use the songs you've got once for like nice. twenty seconds in a, a set. Do you know what I mean? So. It's, it's, nice, it's nice. No, I know what you mean. But what have you been playing uh, anyway? Oh, yeah. So, as I will be told uh, during our last episodes, uh, I returned to play Assassin's Creed. And I, in one week, I was able to finish the first one. It's pretty simple and really love it to revisit. And now I'm revisiting Assassin's Creed too. I do intend to revisit every single Assassin's Creed because I do intend to <laughs> whenever it's going to happen to buy Assassin's Creed Valhalla once I get my Series X or Series S and I would like to, I wanted to experience the franchise again just to remember how was it and man it's really really enjoyable as well as I've been playing some Gears of War since because we are streaming some Gears of War videos and yeah. we just streamed the one stream we just streamed one video during during Tuesday, right? Yeah, last Tuesday we played Gears of War Ultimate again on co-op on yeah. insane. And then I think we got to a point where we just we were ne we nearly rage quit. I'm not gonna lie, I was close <laughs> to packing it in. But we didn't yeah. So this we next time we play, we, we will keep going. But I, we I were tired. Uh, hello to the Jinner in the chat. He sent a wavy or a thumbs up emoji of the uh, Super Meat Boy. Hello, hello. Thank you very, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, really. We do appreciate any comments, any suggestions, any criticisms are all welcome give us your feedback we would love to hear more about you and what do you think about this show but as well as i've been playing continuing i've been playing as well some pharaonic uh, more yeah. of it really simple like uh, as i said during one of our episodes is the two the kind of two d style side scrolling dark souls game that is ha is happening on Egypt, 
really nice, really simple. The card models are really not that great, but still the graphics are nice. The environments are beautiful. The music is interesting. It's not epic. It's not the least. It's kind of generic, but still it's interesting because I do like Egyptian. Thematic music, you know, I like yeah, this yeah, kind of no. stuff. Do you know what? I, I, I am a massive Egyptian fan, which is why I bought uh, Origins because I love that and I love Romans. So for me at the <laughs> moment, like my three favorite sort of historical things are Egyptians, Romans, and Vikings. So at the moment, Assassin's Creed is amazing. And I really want to try yeah, that. Yeah. I've got Pharaonic as well. It was It's by Milkstone, um, who've made some decent games. Um, so yeah, I totally, I totally want to get that played because uh, of your recommendation. At some point, it's installed. Let's have like sat down and played it. Like a, it's really simple. It's really simple. Especially, do not expect like a AAA title game. Like it's really simple, especially for the price that we both paid. Yeah, we. <laughs> you got three games. We got that. You got White Noise Two, and yeah. that other nice game, as well. the, the Warlock and Cigarette. Yeah. And Cigarette. Weirdly, I had a friend message me the other day telling me I should play number two of that out of the blue. And I was like, well, I've got number one. I'll have to start playing that. So uh, nice. he, he says number two is good on PC. So can't can't complain. Uh, we've yeah, had a but question. that's the problem. It's on PC. Mm. So the Jinnah said he's been enjoying us for the last few weeks. Thank you. I'm glad you've been listening. Thank he says, you he, says he can never stick around for the full show live. Honestly, I, I don't blame you. Last week, I think we went for three hours nearly. We went a bit long. Two, but, uh, two hours and 45 minutes, yeah. actually. But do we do a catch-up on YouTube? Yes, we do. Uh, it's If you go on YouTube, it's youtube.com forward slash, is it C forward slash XBL Party Podcast. So if you just search for us, it's the same username as we was on Twitch. And as you can see now on the screen, I've now updated this week all of our social media uses the same tag now so it's all xbl party podcast so that's on twitch uh twitter yeah. facebook youtube and instagram we started on instagram now uh once this goes live we'll do we record it live on twitch then what i do is once we finished i just sort of tweak it slightly if, we, if we've started like quickly or we need to just cut a bit at the beginning and then I copy it over to YouTube. So that normally goes up sort of within a couple of hours after the, the stream ends. And then the next sort of the next day over the weekend, I normally upload it onto sort of uh, Spotify and other podcasting shows like channels and stuff like that. So uh, I think we're on Google Podcasts, Anchor, stuff like that. So yeah, you can, we're, we're live on Twitch. And then like I say, slowly but surely over the next sort of day or two it goes live on all the other channels and then we just sort of share it on twitter and facebook but yeah so i'll just quickly cover this while we're on this topic we have got an instagram now um it is xbox xbl party podcast uh for our so feel free to give us a follow and we've also set up a facebook community group as well so we've got the page and if you go on the page there's a link to the group now this is we just want it to be like a friendly gaming group it doesn't just have to be about xbox exactly. it can be about anything if you're a streamer and you want someone to check out your stream as long as you're not spamming it post your streams up. Exactly. We, we follow streamers we watch people when we can as, and as well as do not be toxic yeah just don't just don't be 
toxic fanboys just have a fun chat that's post Taylor. post memes i've been posting memes that's all i do <laughs> just, because, just because we are called the xbox live party podcast xbox is just because we prefer xbox but we do enjoy every single platform there's no problem about that yeah like you say i mean it's um we had to fo- we wanted to focus on one thing because like i say if, if you've listened to us over the last few weeks we can keep going for quite a while so um we thought well we're trying to thin it down so this episode as well uh we're trying a bit of a new style so what we're going to do is going to just finish up with the, the games we've been playing and then we're going to go into the news for a bit which we haven't got as much as normal we're trying to we've, sort of, we've thinned it down to sort of the more interesting stuff this week and then we're going to have a little do a discussion at the end about a, uh, a certain topic and today's topic is sort of games we'd like to see um returning returning yeah xbox or microsoft properties or games that they've published that we'd like to see return on so we we after last episode last week's episode we thought man okay that took too long and we both were really tired we are really sorry about for how giant the last episode was and then we decided to make kind of a schedule so we will be making one week to be focused on one only one thing simple and today's theme today's topic is going to be ips that we would love to see returning and the next week is going to be only about news so we are going to stay alternating with that so unless unless it's a snow slow news week and we'll do something a bit more interesting but exactly. if, if it's like last week and we had so much news to cover it just exactly. it, it, it's not interesting for us that much in the end we just feel like we're just going and going and going so we're trying to cut it down make it a bit more streamlined make it a bit more interesting but honestly if you want to hear us talk about something fire away i mean i mean some of the stuff we've been throwing around are like stupid ideas for games we'd like to see um sure sort of like our favorite games favorite consoles uh, we'll talk about most things. We, you can hear us. We'll talk. We can talk all day. But um, yeah, I mean, we just want to do it what you guys like. I mean, as long as it's about gaming, um, it doesn't bother us. As long as it's sort of relevant and it it's not exactly. something, it's something we can do. Because like I say, I mean, if we don't own all the consoles, we can't cover everything. Uh, we've had another. He's had a, another comment by the Jinnu who said it's uh, be great to catch up on your full stream on YouTube. Please do, because um, the more people we got on YouTube, the the more sort of community we build, the more we can do this. Uh, I mean, we're doing it for fun now. We're not in it to make millions. We're not planning to do that. We're just doing it because we love Xbox. We love gaming. We, we're friends, so it's nice to catch up because we don't get to play enough at the moment. We're just life in general. Wait, so wait, wait, wait a second. Are, are we friends? What? Friends enough. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Um, (laughs) and he's put his reassuring to have a podcast that doesn't just bash you on another system honestly the only thing we take the mess out of is stupid fanboys on twitter but to be fair they're just as bad as um on every console i mean xbox has got terrible fanboys playstation nintendo has honestly i i've i've owned most consoles and i play a lot of them like i've got a, a pile of uh, Oculus Quest 2 games to review and record for the channel that I've been uh, given review copies of. I just haven't had time to sit and 
play them all yet, so they're installed. Once I do that, mm-hmm. I, I may do a, a a section where I just discuss the Oculus Quest games for a little bit because they're cool. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I, I, I do want a PS5. I mean, I picked one up at launch, but I gave it to a a friend who wanted one. He was couldn't get hold of one for his kid for Christmas, and I was you like, gave it. I didn't. I gave it him for what I paid, but I didn't want. I didn't mm-hmm. wasn't in a rush to open it. I got my Xbox already, and I was happy. And his kid, nice. his kid really wanted one for Christmas. And ah, that's nice. And instead of me sitting there, and it would probably gather dust, I'd play it like three games on it, and that'd be it. So I'll be getting oh. another one at some point in the future. But it's 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 just with life and the lack of time we get nowadays with work, college, university, families, it you can't play everything, and I, I know that. Wholesome points, simple as that. Yeah, adorable. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but uh, have you played anything else before we move on? No, actually, as I said, I wasn't able to have that much time because of all the work and stuff from college since the semester just truly started right now. And But I'm doing my best to keep up with every game that I own and as well as to get some more achievements because yes. we both like to hunt achievements that I know well. Yes. <laughs> and that's it. Do you think I'll hit my 300,000 soon? I'm so close. How 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 long do we think it's going to be? Well, I don't know if I don't know if you are hearing me, but it seems that my Discord just just got frozen. No, no, we can still hear. We can As still hear. always, Brazilian internet being the best thing we have. Yeah, so I'm I'm UK based. If you're new to the channel, and Fabio is from Brazil, so every now and again we we record in the audio through Discord at the moment, and sometimes Discord likes to like have a brain fart. So if anyone can recommend anything that's better than <laughs> Discord, please let me know in the future. Um, but yeah, I, I was just saying um, I'm going for three hundred thousand on my gamer score. I'm hoping. I hit it this month, like coming in March. I think I will, based on how much I get every month. Um, I'm I'm currently on about two uh, hundred ninety four thousand, uh, and I'm getting about eight thousand eight thousand a month at the moment. Just telling him we can hear him because he can't hear us, unfortunately. Come <laughs> back, come nice, back. back. Right, there so we go. We'll take the Brazilian internet, uh-huh. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. We'll we'll start with the news then. We'll start covering the news soon as we've sort of run that course and the the the, the um, audio issues just sort of killed that conversation. So we'll move on to the the news and start uh, plowing through that because there's a, there's not as many today, but it's worth at least getting through them. So yeah, first on the list we have. Uh, Basically, Stadia have blamed Microsoft buying Bethesda as one of the many reasons that they decided to start shutting shop and selling all their studios off. <laughs> now, honestly, uh, this doesn't surprise me in the slightest. But no, um, but like, man, like, were they so much afraid to at the, to to get to this point of? Okay, they just bought Bethesda. Shut that. Shut everything down. That's it. Like, I don't know. It's not something that I would that makes 
that much sense in my opinion you know because yeah. if they want to we want to make the difference with that product they should then okay they bought uh the this publisher that ran Marcel, no they just decided to shut everything down why yeah <laughs> it's, just, it's, so it's like they went all in they're like we're here we're gonna we're gonna bring stadia and then they've just sort of gone like oh hang on microsoft are willing to spend that much money and it's like they thought they could just say oh we're gonna do gaming and that was it it's it's such a shame because you know what hands up stadia is a better cloud platform than um x cloud in the terms of yes how it plays like how it's how how good a quality it is i mean x cloud is good maybe Maybe it's because Stadia was born that way. Yeah, it's it's so weird though because like the, the the I've I've played Stadia a bit when it first came out and it works really well. I mean, you can literally just you go on the website, you click play, and you start a game. And there's the the graphics aren't even that bad. I mean, when I played XCloud on my phone, because uh, every now and again I was playing Halo because that was all you could play on the iPhone because of uh, Apple being pains in ass. But you could, you could, you got the every now and again because I ain't got the best internet here. The picture wouldn't be too good, like it'd go um, like grainy and like fuzzy, like it wasn't loading it correctly. But I never had yeah. that. I had that maybe once at all on Stadia, and it works on uh, on the my, my computer, so I didn't have to like watch it on a small screen or anything if I didn't want to. But yeah, it's weird because it's so it's such a promising project. But then they never, it's like when they showed that stuff where they were playing Assassin's Creed and you jump straight into where they were at and stuff. But then they just never implemented any of the good stuff. And like the store, mm-hmm. from, the store itself is so barren and confusing and the UI is terrible. It's just, it's just such a shame. And then they didn't bring it okay. to half the things. If like you wanted the- to play it, you had to have a certain, you couldn't use all the, the Google products to play it on, which is weird in itself. Like when they brought it like, out, only certain ones it would play on. And you're like, why? Mm-hmm. You've got a good product. And if they'd, if they'd brought out some actual killer IPs of their own, it would it's make that, you go to it. I, I mean... It like, it like, uh, the, in my opinion, the biggest shame uh, in this situation is because it's not as if Stadia didn't have any resources. They are owned by Google. Yeah, I think Google makes it, nearly as much money, if not more, than Microsoft true. does. They should be able to, okay, let's spend some more money and then let's bring something else. Like Stadia just decided to do the same shit that Xbox made when they decided to close and shut down Lionhead and Press Play Studios. Like, what's going on? Yeah, do you know, I don't don't want to say negative things about it, but it's Phil Harrison the man who brought out the PS3 and nearly killed PlayStation, the man who helped bring Xbox no, One no, out and uh, nearly killed Xbox. Like, Why does he have a job? He's clearly uh, not good at what he does. He's not qualified for the job. But like, that, here's the thing. We, are not, we do not want to bash or say bad things or say bad because this is why Xbox is better. But... We will, but we will criticize where it needs to be criticized from 
Xbox and every single other platform, we will give our opinion, criticizing if it's uh, if we consider it to be a bad move. Yeah, I mean, like I say, I mean, like I say, the overall product works better on Stadia. The cloud is better, but it's not in as many places, and you have to and buy the games. Then that's, my that's Discord the just got frozen again. Oh. Nice. But it's for anyone who's listening, though, it's not the. Um... So you can keep going if you can hear me, and let's see what happens how it goes. Soon enough, we'll be back. No worries. So, <laughs> so as I was saying, um, with Stadia, we come back. Uh, hey, that was quick. With Stadia, the problem with Stadia is you have to buy your games. Like you, like the the the, the main benefit for me of XCloud, and I won't use XCloud a lot. I mean, I've I've bought the the clip for my phone so I can attach it to my controller. The, but the, 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 the thing that makes me interested in xCloud is I've already got Game Pass, I've already got Xbox, I've already got games. All of them eventually, like all the Game Pass games and stuff, will eventually get put on cloud, or there is a good quantity. And I'm assuming in the future it may even bring out some of your own games that you own or be able to be played. But with Stadia, you have to buy them or pay for a subscription just to have those games on Stadia. Now, what happens to all those people if Stadia shuts down now and they've spent sixty quid on a uh, a new game, like or fifty quid on a new game? Like if you're playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla now and they shut down next year, that's basically puffed into space. At least with Xbox, if they shut down XCloud, I can still play my game later on. I can play it just normally. I mean, XCloud yeah. cloud gaming to me isn't the like the 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 main thing I'm thinking of. My my idea of cloud gaming is it's just something nice to have on the side. If I'm like if I go on holiday or I go away for work like I used to do, and I'm in a hotel, I can I don't have to take my console with me. I can literally just play on my phone, or if I've got my laptop, I can play on my laptop. That's what appeals but we got to me. That. But I don't have to bring but anything like, else. But we gotta admit that gaming streaming gaming is going to be the future and the what the every single publisher and company will try to make i think as the time goes on you know especially because of how well received the x cloud has been has been and i do think still that Stadia can can get back up let's hope so yeah no i totally agree i mean i don't want to see it go anywhere but it's not looking good, and and they they clearly didn't think other companies were as invested in gaming as they are. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, but th- that's it. Yeah, we're going to move on to the next thing. But if you are a Stadia user, just keep the hope that they are keeping bringing games out, and they're not going to shut it down for you. Um, we just want to share that to share that we do have as well our hopes to of Stadia to keep up. And as well, continue to exist. And there's we someone who, that. yeah. And then if Stadia goes, there's no one to compete with them for cloud. Microsoft will then be the cloud-only cloud place, really. So they're not going to exactly. push as much. Competition breeds better things, basically. So exactly. As well as it does bring some bad things that is toxicity and fanboys, but whatever, we will continue to make fun of them. <laughs> Right, so we're going to segue on to the next thing <laughs> before we get on to fanboys. So we've got um, something about Microsoft and Bethesda, a rumor. Yeah, so here's the thing. 
I've just heard this rumor this week, but it seems that Microsoft's intent to make a, a new gaming event on during March. I don't know when during March, but it's going to be in March for what the rumor says. That is going to be totally focused about the Bethesda deal to say if the games are going to be exclusive, we or which games are going to be exclusive, how is it going to work if Bethesda is truly being added to Xbox Game Studios and all that kind of stuff. So, what do you think about that? Is it possible that we will have uh, events during March? I really think that they would they would be better for them to wait for for them to tell that during E3. What do you think? I have no idea. I, I, I think they will do something. I think the problem is they need to say something because everyone's arguing online, will it be, won't it be, will it be um, exclusive? And it's just the fan in flames, but they can't answer right now. Now, as soon as, exactly. um, as, as the is done, dusted, um, finished, Hopefully, we can get some sort of answers. And I, I would be happy, even if it was just sort of like a, this is the sort of stuff coming. They don't have to show us release dates. They don't have to tell us anything sort of major for me. I just want to know whether, just to shut it all up, really. I mean, I'd rather they waited for E3, unless they've got like an E3-style, like, hour-long presentation full of banging announcements, which I would be interested in. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not fussed either way. I just don't want it dragging out with like tidbits here, there, and everywhere like last year because it, it it ruined it for me. I, I don't want 300 um, tiny little event. news posts exactly. or crappy events. Or you either give me like a couple of events through the year that are absolute bangers, full of amazing announcements, big oh, names yeah. and stuff. If they want to do something smaller, why don't they just take a, a leaf out of Nintendo's books? The directs. Most of the time, people don't go in expecting a lot in the directs because they just sort of focus on... Like, when a game's coming out, they'll do, like, a direct on Smash Bros. And it'll just be, like, a half an hour Mm -hmm. or an hour about that one game, and it's update. Why can't we get that? Like, when Halo's coming out, why don't we get, like, an Xbox focus or something like that where it just focuses on, like, the new Halo or the next Gears or Forza? Actually, there was a... Uh, show that they streamed is talking about little stuff. It was with Major Nelson and his team, stuff like that. I don't. Oh, I, I know they do it. They did it, but they did. They, they just sort of because it was so. There were so many last year. It sort of got lost. Now, if they just had a, a, a set yeah. couple of big ones, and then they just tell everyone these are just the smaller showcase events to showcase one game or indie yeah. games, people would stop arguing, but, getting but, the hopes up. So exactly. Exactly. Uh, no, but like um, Microsoft as well didn't make it any easier for no. us because after after no from nowhere, simply out of nowhere, they just made a tweet saying that they acquired Bethesda. So <laughs> anything could happen. And during any simple events, they could say that oh, we just bought a. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> I, I, they could do. They could, like I say, the the door's so wide open now. Um, but the the reason they just tweeted it was because it was the day before pre-orders went live, so everyone was then hyped. I mean, it's it was a good day to promote that tweet, that saying was a, that was a genius move. Not gonna lie. But uh, yeah, I mean, 
I'm looking forward to it because I just want to know. But honestly, I don't care if they do it next month as soon as it's done or they wait for E3, but I don't think people are going to allow them to because as soon as this Bethesda deal is confirmed, they're going to get hit by every single news outlet that covers gaming news. And they're all going to be like, exclusive, exclusive here, exclusives, tell us more, tell us more. Um, probably, it'd be nice to get this finally answered one way or another, whether they're going to make them exclusive timed exclusive, yeah. not exclusive some exclusive they just need to sort of hint or at least tell us so we can all move on and move on to the next argument online because at the moment I'm just fed up of hearing it's about nice. it I just want to play games so <laughs> yeah, fair enough that's, <laughs> that's fair enough so, moving yeah, talking about a game I'm not going to be playing on Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> and one of our really most beloved companies that has been doing some really sh- big shit for some reason. I don't know why. It's called Big Bag of Sony Money. That's what's caused them to do big shits on Xbox. But And I don't blame them. I, I get it from a business perspective. Yeah. But So basically, yeah. Square Enix did an interview somewhere last week, this week, and basically said, well, we can't bring the Final Fantasy MMO to uh, Xbox because we just don't have the, the resources. We just can't, we can't that's afford, true. we can't afford to port this game that's built it's on, awesome. built on the same engine that it would use because it runs on PC and it would be absolutely fine and take very little to change, but we, we just can't do it because we haven't got the resources. Exactly. And what that means is Jim Ryan came around with his bag of money and slapped it down on desk and were like, nah, mate, you're not bringing it to Xbox. That, or Square Enix are just that poor, which I don't think they are, but it sounds like they're begging for cash from Microsoft one way or another. It's either they've got exclusivity paid by Sony and they can't say. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it wouldn't surprise me because the, the, they announced this week as well, Square Enix announced the um, Avengers uh, next-gen upgrades coming out. And um, weirdly... It's kind of surprising that they decided to make a next-gen update for Xbox Series S and X, right? And not just for the PS5. But but what's weird about it, when they made the announcement about it, they only promoted the PlayStation 5. They were like, PS5 in 4K. We'll talk about the other consoles in the future. It's like, what sort of weird... Who has a weird like, advertising thing where you can't talk about an upgrade? Like, Sony pay them to shut up about upgrades. I mean, it's very... It's like, how much have they been paid to just shut up? And it's so weird. I mean, I get the marketing for the game, like the advertising for the original game, but you're on about an upgrade, Mm -hmm. a free upgrade for existing owners, but you won't tell them because it's not PlayStation. It's so bizarre. It's really bizarre. And if you look at the, the stats as well, they've released like a chart from what I can see online. Some of it says... It's um, it says it's like um, what is it? It's it's I don't think it's full 4K 60 on PS5. I think it's checkerboard 4K 60, but it doesn't mention that on Xbox. So it doesn't say. So it, it's either like native 4K 60 or it's not. But to me, that sounds like it is. But they don't want to put that on a piece of paper because Sony have paid them not to, which is so weird. It's just the weirdest thing they would do. But looking at how they've trekked Final Fantasy fourteen, the like the MMO. It doesn't surprise me. I mean, there's people that want it. But all I can say to listeners, if you're on Xbox, you haven't got a PC to play it, play Fantasy Star, play DC Universe Online, play Star Trek Online, play Neverwinter, play Black Desert. It's on Game Pass. 
play any of these other MMOs who actually want you to play it and actually support um, Xbox. There's that other yeah. one by Co. Is it Konami did one or Bandai Namco did one? That was quite yeah fun to no. play. I can't I remember what it was, was called. It's just come out like last year, but I think it was Namco. I think it was Namco. yeah, it might have been Namco. But one of them has brought another one out. There were so many MMOs on Xbox. Elder Scrolls Elder Online. Scrolls yeah. On Game Pass. Yeah. For Elder Scrolls Online, if you like that sort of game. I like Elder Scrolls Online, I think, more than I like Skyrim and Oblivion, I hate to say. I don't know why, I just preferred no. it. I liked how big it was, and I liked, I liked the I like yeah. MMO, so I sort of like that sort of addition to the, 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 the sort of style and stuff like that. Did you like it during lunch, during the release of the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't play it because on launch. I sort I of played it from problems. Morrowind onwards. I just started to play at the Scrolls Online when it became free to play without, I mean, without any monthly subscription. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I do like it. I've, uh, I've played quite a few of them. It's pretty nice. Pretty nice. But yeah, just so people out there, if you want MMOs, support the MMOs that are already on Xbox because Square Enix don't give a shit about us. I mean, it's quite clear they, they're taking a, a ride on uh, the Sony. The show me slong. Something is going on. Yeah, I something mean, is I don't even know if there's out going on. There's rumours that Sony are buying them, but it, it wouldn't surprise me if they're just getting a big cash injection for exclusivity. Sony are known for that, and Square are just one of those companies that will actually take it. Like locking yeah. Spider-Man, the most popular Avenger, to, to PlayStation, so everyone on other yeah. consoles that pay the same can't get him. It's just dirty. I mean, I get costumes. I would have been quite happy if they said, well, if you pre-order this game, you get extra costumes and a powers and stuff like unlocks early or at all. That's really fair enough. But locking in characters which may have their own content because at the moment it looks like all like the it. DLC characters get like a, a story mission as well. So does that mean there's a story you're not going to be able to play on the Xbox version? Fuck you, Square Enix. I think like you you do can make like exclusive characters for only one console. Like Mortal Kombat did that pretty well with Mortal Kombat 9 where Kratos was there and was exclusive for PlayStation and la di da that's it. That that's okay. Do you remember but Soul Calibur getting... two was it yes, or three? It. Where you had Link and Spawn and uh Hayachi? That's good exclusives because Everyone gets That's something. You all feel special. But like, you get a beloved character known by everyone. It's not owned by Sony, for what I remember. Spider-Man is not owned. It's not a character owned by Sony. They do have the movie rights, for what I remember. Yeah, they they and own they own the license like, to release movies, but Marvel and Disney like, own Spider-Man to, itself. Like, to treat the additional as a DLC character. To be considered as, oh, this is a Sony character. This is a Sony IP character. Just because they do have as well the Marvel Insomniac Spider-Man. Like, that, that's bullshit. That, that's truly bullshit. Like, this this would be like um, Bethesda bringing out Indiana Jones on all platforms and going, ah, but you can't use his whip on PlayStation. You can only use his whip on Xbox. So if you want to play with his yeah. whip, which is the main thing Indiana Jones has, buy an Xbox. Is it? Giving you a finger. It's just stupid, isn't it? It's I don't get that practice. I'd rather they just made the game exclusive and then give you a half-assed cut down version for the same price. 
I, I get I get exclusives. I get why they sell them. I get why they do it. I I totally get that. I, I'm I I understand business. I understand it. It brings more people. But I'd rather you just made like I say the entire game, um, exclusive instead of <laughs> like half changing us with like crap. Do you know what I mean? It's just so odd. So, but that's just my opinion. Have we lost you again? We may have lost him again. That's it. Look, Microsoft is, uh, yeah, they ain't paid enough, so uh, he's not got Discord exclusivity. Square Enix have took his Discord account off him. That's it. Got to pay extra. <laughs> Oh, you gotta love technical difficulties, don't you? you gotta love them. Uh, right, let's have a look. What's we'll move on to the next topic while he, he sorts out Discord. If so, please, if anyone, anyone, anyone is um, using, listening right now, and you can tell us a better replacement to Discord for audio, please, please let us know. Yes. Yeah, oh, he's he's back now. <laughs> Like that, I don't know why Discord has been having these types of bugs. I don't know if it is my just my internet of the app as well is being bugged out. But we would love to know if there is any other podcast platform where we could record and stream. I just said it's because you, you didn't pay uh, Square Enix for exclusivity for your Discord chat, so they took it off you. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's just because we were criticizing it, right? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't pay probably. enough. <laughs> oh, yeah. Of course, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, let's move on to the next one, shall we? Because, honestly, just don't support Square Enix and the shit practice. It's so annoying because they make good games and they've, they've got some good franchises and Oh, it's they just annoying. Really they are a really talented student company. So, moving. Yeah, let's move to a different studio now. So, here's what we are going to try to be as quick as we can, especially because of our main topic here. That we That is the biggest focus of, of these episodes. And so we'll try to be quickly as we can. So, we do have another rumor. That says that Microsoft are collaborating with Dark Souls creators on a new exclusive. So, are we going to have the Xbox Dark Souls just like PlayStation has their Dark Souls that is Bloodborne and Neo? <laughs> I have no idea. I thought From Software were getting bought by Sony last time we checked. So... <laughs> No, like from software is really big. It's super it? thing. Who's who makes? Oh no, it's Blue Point, isn't it? Blue Point made the remake. the remake. Yeah, it's the, Blue Point that I get. They're looking at being purchased. Yeah, sorry, it's there's that many games companies now, but I I'm not fussed. I don't like Dark Souls. I don't like that sort of game. I it, it'd be nice to have a, a new exclusive. I'm I'm for all for exclusive games and. New games and new, yeah, something different. I'll probably play it, but I wouldn't. It wouldn't make me rush out and buy it, but I get other people probably would because there seems to be a really big um, following for sort of stuff like um, Dark Souls Online. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But like, 
I don't know if again this is just a rumor. We are just speculating a rumor that has absolutely nothing confirmed about it. But what I do think about it if if this is true, I would love to have a Dark Souls game on Xbox. I think it would be nice, I think it would be different. And we all both of us really love variety. Like give something different, not just shooters or like we always or racing games. Even though we do really love uh, shooters and racing games, it would be awesome to have a different type of game because it's a genre where it's that is really beloved. The souls like games are really beloved by everyone. Yeah, I mean, I've just had a look at it now. It said that it's going to be Souls-like combat, a futuristic setting. Uh, main character is not a human, but like a hybrid. You can't create a character, so it's a set character. But then it goes on to say like mm-hmm. the character can climb large buildings, which interests me. Like you're going to like scale buildings and stuff. Sekiro. Uh, Sekiro. Uh, yeah, by the sounds, it's got a larger map than Sekiro. Set to release two years after Elden Ring, and it's going to be next gen only and PC for Xbox Series X and S. And also, it's assisted by Turn 10, which I found odd. So Nice. Okay. And then there is a bit of a sad note. It's like just stuck in the box. It's like, oh, and by the way, Elden Ring's going to be delayed until 2022. Now, I don't know if that's true, but it could be true. But there's been, uh, hasn't, I, hasn't there been rumours Elden Ring was going to become an exclusive? There was rumours that that's why it's been yeah. disappeared. So maybe they have. Maybe they're putting more money into it and it's going to be an Xbox exclusive. I don't know. I don't want to comment that I know because I haven't a clue, but do you know what? Stuff like that Stuff like that is always good. I mean, if it's a new game, Turn 10 are a good studio as well, so From Software and Turn 10 are really, really good. Really good. I I would love to see Turn 10 Studio assisting from From Software in terms of graphics. Could they put a carpet mechanic into it? Because they do, Turn 10 do Forza. They could, they could, but like the graphics that Turn 10 Studios as well as the car mechanics that they do are really amazing. I'm not gonna lie. I really do consider Forza Motorsports way better looking than Forza Horizon in terms of details and all that stuff, but in terms of environments, Forza Horizon is really well really better they, they both sure. excel in the right places don't they like forza no, forza looks better in the cars and the the tracks but yeah. horizon has that lushness for the the open world open style world. Exactly. which is exactly. why i like them both i mean I'm, i prefer horizon over forza but honestly yeah, forza, forza motorsport is so good like when, when you when you get into it it's you, you can't it's it's up there i think it is better than g gran turismo but it's it's they're both good, but yeah, I mean, I, I prefer Horizon. I just like the open world. I like, to, I like to consider Forza Motorsports to be a simulator and Forza Horizon to be yeah, exactly, a game, yeah. You know, because because you can make really crazy stuff just like they've been doing with during all the Horizon franchise. And while Motorsports was always something more serious, like. So we want to make you feel more as you were really driving the car on the real track and all the elements and that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. It's a game but you would definitely again, use a, a like a a wheel on and stuff like that. Yeah. Exactly. 
And but talking about think... games upcoming, we actually have a confirmed well, game. Everything's falling apart, as always. <laughs> we do have a confirmed game now coming to Xbox, which we did, we've we been discussing on and off in the news in a couple of episodes. So Fall Guys yeah. has been announced and confirmed for Xbox and Switch. So it's that, really that rumour obviously was true. Um, so for to come on Game Pass. <laughs> they said it wasn't coming to Game Pass in the um, the leak, like the. So I wouldn't hold my breath. It, it will come eventually. I, it's one of those games that I think once it's had its initial release, maybe like two or three months after it comes out on Xbox, it'll be on Game Pass. But I don't think it'll be day one. I am uh, as well waiting for our prediction to be right that Fall Guys is going to be a massive and will have its biggest amount of success on Switch because it oh yeah it for really sure I, it's gonna go massive it's gonna go big I hope they put crossplay in it it just seems silly not to have crossplay there's no need not to do you know what I mean but yeah so Fall Guys we'll not cover this a lot because there's not much to talk about but Fall Guys is coming to Xbox exactly. and Switch. Uh, it'll probably get launched with the next season, I assume, because it says summer and the seasons are like a couple of months. So it'll probably be in a couple of months' time when it finally turns up. Um, Another potential uh, game in the works. So the Bloober team, who made the medium, uh, had an interview the other day where they said they were working on a a sort of with an established company and everyone seems to have took this that it's going to be Silent Hill or a Silent Hill game because um, other the, I saw online the other day that there's a rumour going around that there's going to be two Silent Hill games. I don't know where these Silent Hill rumours come from because every week there's a Silent Hill rumour and none of them have ever come true. So supposedly there's going to be two Silent Hill games, one by Bloober and one by another team. But uh, who knows? But they have said that they're um, they're working on something like a horror franchise. Um, nice. I'm just trying to see if I can find the exact quote. No, no. Uh, just so you know, if this is Silent Hill, do it. Oh yeah. About- do you know what? I'd I, I'd be up for a Silent Hill game in the medium style where it's not combaty and it's just sort of atmospheric and it's sort of avoiding things because silent hill kind of works with that a lot of the silent hill game you end up the original you were flicking the torch on and off to just check your map because you didn't want to uh uh sort of like attract the enemies in the beginning of the game when you before you got to the school and that so um i can't see it now but yeah they they did say they were working on an ip or they're working on a game with like a bigger publisher. And some people have been throwing rumours around that it's going to be Silent Hill. Some have said it's going to be Microsoft-funded and it's going to be an Xbox exclusive. There's been rumours online that there's a PlayStation exclusive Silent Hill. We don't know. But if it is Silent Hill and Bloober are doing it, just do it because it's going to be awesome. Because Exactly. That's the only thing that we can make comments about it because... And because we are going to just ignore every single rumor talking about exclusivity about Silent Hill that's been just going on and on for non-stop during, what, almost 10 years? Since since, since PT came out, it's been non-stop really, though. When PT announced, when they announced Silent Hills with um, Norman Reedison, 
it's not stopped and, and every year it's like it's off then there's a new one being made it's exclusive to someone yes, Konami yes, being yeah. bought by someone else it's silly I mean I just want a new Silent Hill game and I would be happy that it was multi-platform because Silent Hill is one of my favourite PS1 games of all time yeah. and the PS2 games or and onwards have been awesome. If you're interested, you can. They are backwards compatible. The uh, Silent Hill HD collection, which has got Silent Hill two and three on, it's not the best version of the game because the port is a bit crap, but it's still a good playable copy. And if you haven't played it, and that's the only way, I would definitely recommend it. But yeah, Silent Hill one, two, and three were awesome, and they've never sort of hit that mark since then unfortunately and i'd just like to see it come back i'd love a silent hill like a proper collection with all the games so like the um with the the vita games because the vita games weren't bad they just were vita games and so no one really they're not vita uh, psp games they're sort of like the grand theft auto psp games that are actually good but they're just not as good as the originals (laughs) i just loved like they're not bad they're just video games. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're fun. They just they just weren't to the same standard because obviously they were on a PSP, so they didn't have the push. I know, but I'd rather have the PSP games over that crappy top-down shooter they released last. I think that, that was the Vita game. It was like a top-down Silent Hill shooter. It was shit. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. That's fair but enough. Yeah, the, but yeah, that's the rumour. There's a Silent Hill game being made by Bloober. It sounds amazing. Sign us up. <laughs> For sure, for sure. As well as talking about, just do it as always. <laughs> but talking about returning games, possibly returning games, but this one is truly confirmed. We do have some news from BlizzCon. Yes, BlizzCon Line, because they're doing it all online this year. And so, and it seems that they just announced three Diablo games. Simple as that. Simple mm. as that. As well as they just announced some more games, just like the Blizzard Arcade Collection. Yes. I don't know. I don't know which games they would include. But right, it's already I out. It, it, it's... I, I, I just, I just saw that it does include the Lost Vikings. Yes. Yeah, it's the Lost Vikings, Blackthorn, and Rock and Roll Racing. Now, not only do you get like the original versions. But you also get like multiple consoles. So if there was a SNES and a Genesis version, some of them have both. And then they've also done like an, a, a a remastered version, which has just got like better graphics and like not better graphics, but like upscale graphics, stuff like that. Um, three games in one, and it's out now. It came out on Xbox, PC, PlayStation uh, yesterday or the day before. Um, and it's only about I think it's sixteen ninety nine in the UK. So it's a cheap price. That's like six pound a game, five, six pound a game. And I've nice. never played I've never played any of them, but they all look fun. I'm a big retro lover, so Man, I, I would love to play the Lost Vikings again. It's I'm probably so I'm probably gonna pick it up. It's I I, 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 I love these collections like it. that. So yeah, but it's online if you there's also a, a stupid it. collection with it for more money where you get some skins for uh, Overwatch oh, yeah. and something else. But if you just want the actual oh, games, the sixteen ninety nine on UK Xbox Store, I don't know what that equates to American and Brazilian, but it's not yeah. a lot. 
Yeah, like here in Brazil, just one pound is equivalent to ten reais. Simple as that. Right. <laughs> we are. We do have a pretty crap coin. <laughs> but then, yeah, but they also announced other games, didn't they? Yeah, we do have some more stuff from World of Warcraft: Chains of Domination. We have some new things from WoW Classic. The yeah. Burning Crusades being announced, a new Hearthstone expansion, and finally some Diablo news. So we do have the Diablo news saying that it's going to be a new. How can I say that? A new character class. Yeah, the like rogue. Rogue class. As well as we do have the great triumphal return of Diablo 2. Yeah, that's the best one. That's the best announcement out yeah. of all of them. That's why I wanted to go quickly through every single thing because <laughs> I just wanted to talk about Diablo 2. <laughs> I don't blame I don't blame. Do you know what? I, it's 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 a good announcement. It's called Diablo 2 Resurrected, and it's coming to everything. PS4, 5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, Nintendo Switch, PC. And it's coming this year, I believe. Um, yeah, it looks quite good. I think it includes all the DLC, and it also has like an original graphics and uh, like a remastered fully 3D as well, I believe. 3D graphics and... Um, Cutscenes are getting redone as well to modernize Here's them. The thing. I'm excited, but I am worried also because it's Blizzard. Yeah. And that, and that name was once one of the most efforting, caring pro consumer companies of all time. And then we just saw Warcraft 3 <laughs> remastered. Yeah, and that wasn't very good. That wasn't very good. It was the like, fact it overwrote your your old Warcraft, and yeah, they, if you did, you, just did you couldn't even play the original. Exactly, like Reforged, something like that. Warcraft Reforged, something like that. Was yeah, it was stupid. I'm kind of worried about Diablo 2 Resurrected being the same thing that would be so bad, and then I really think that if Diablo 2 Resurrected just doesn't work and then decides to do the same thing that they done with Warcraft. I think they are just making putting a final nail to Diablo Coffin. Diablo's coffin. Uh, he, like. It does look like they've uh, learned though from the last one because obviously it has the, both the graphic options so you can switch between classic and new. And the pictures they've shown, the the images they've shown look really good. But, but it all depends how it plays when it comes out. <laughs> It was the same thing with Warcraft Reforge. We can't. You see. You see. Where's the problem? Everything that they shown to us, it may is not one hundred percent certain that it's going to be like that when the game gets released. There's still a chance for them to fuck this up somehow. Oh, they probably will do, but we can hold hope for now. But <laughs> let's hope. Really, really, let's. Just have big hopes. Please don't fuck this up. Diablo 2 is it's just so good of a game, man. <laughs> Holy hell. Yeah, I'd, it'll be fun to play co-op as well. I'm sure it had co-op, the original. Um, oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Hopefully it's of a, it's online co-op and not just sort of like... Which got to be, you can't do it on the same screen, what I'm about yet. 
yeah, that'll be a good. That'll be good. I'm quite. I'm. I'm looking forward to picking up this. Um, the arcade collection. To be fair, I'm well happy for that. And anything for arcade stuff. So, I, it's it's bad when their announcements for the Blizzard this year for the BlizzCon were the most important and the most exciting ones were all old games and remasters. Yeah, but still, it was it was nice. It was okay. Oh but yeah, like, yeah. I, I think it's fair to say that it's it is important. That to consider that the best announcements were from old games because they want to try to get the people back to their site after yeah. everything that they've done. And what better way to bring back classics? I think that's really nice. And I'm sorry for the mistake, I really thought that they announced some more Diablo stuff. I'm not gonna, so I'm sorry, that was my bad. Not gonna happen. They, they again. did. They did. They did hint at over uh, that more um, Overwatch two in uh, information's coming in the future, and they also hinted at uh, possibly adding more stuff to uh, World of Warcraft Classic, one of the other expansions, if there's interest. But yeah, it wasn't a huge amount of announcements. It was the arcade collection and Diablo two remastered, which sort of really. Uh, uh, but still, it, it made uh, war for the time. Or of watching and seeing it, I could consider to overall to be that it was a good show with only both these announcements. I'm not gonna lie. No, no, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but talking about announcements and as well games coming up, it seems this is a speculation. It seems to be a rumor as well that. The coalition is working not only on Gears Five, but as well as in another Gears of War project. Yeah, yeah, like a side team, I suppose, like one of the smaller teams is supposed to be working on a uh, a Gears universe game, but it's not going to be sort of triple A sort of scale, from what I can gather. Like here's here's the thing: this was a post made by Idol Sloth. The, it says speculation. Claude Briley says that the coalition has multiple teams, and the studio has shown that they can work on two games simultaneously. Claude Briley thinking that they are working on the next Gears game and another small to medium scale game title to be considered as well as a new experience alongside it. So. Is there any possibility for us to have a new Gear Statics game or something like that? Because it really worked with the Gears of War universe. Another life. It's Gears of War Racing. That's it. <laughs> Gears of War Ge- Racing. Gears of War cards. Yeah, that's it. Clearly, that's what the people want. So that's what they're going to get. Or, or Gears Party, and then you make a Mario Party style game. <laughs> I I'd I'd like to see another Gears Tactics. It was quite fun, but I'd also like to see like a Gears Command and Conquer game. I feel like that would be yeah, really it fun. Would be nice. It would be nice. Like I I really think that with Gears Tactics, it it open uh, a range of possibilities for them because you could make a an XCOM XCOM type of game a game like a Gears Tactics too, as well as you could make a an uh, RTS, as well as many other stuff you could make it like maybe you could make a totally focused multiplayer style game, but first person, yeah, something like that. 
who who knows? I'd like to see who them try knows? something different, though. I'd love to see um, a different style. As long as it's not third person. I don't even want to shoot her, I don't think. I'd just be interested in... I'd, I'd like they, to try different styles. Like they, I, I they, like tactics for being different, so... They, they were, okay, okay, so you just heard here, Ash wants to have, to play a Gears of War MOBA game. Simple yep. as that, with isometric view, and that's it. I want Gears of War fighters, like Super Smash Gears of War. He, heroes of the Gears. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm still, I'm, I'm still waiting for my uh, Master Chief Gears versus Doom crossover. I tell you that'll yeah. be a, that'll be a shooter, amazing. That would be awesome. We are still, we will give support if they decide to announce a an Xbox Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Not gonna lie. Well, I'm just having a look what the coalition have actually made previously, other than Gears. They made Relic Rescue. So maybe they're going to make a Gears of War um, mobile puzzle shooter. Or they mm -hmm. made Microsoft Flight, which I don't even know what that is, but it looks like a spin-off of Microsoft Flight Simulator. So we're getting a Gears of War Flight Simulator add-on. That's clearly what it is. <laughs> what a strange thing to go from making a mobile like gem shooter and a flight simulator spin-off to making Gears of War. Like mainstream gear. I tell you what, they've obviously shown something good behind the scenes because you wouldn't pick them to do that, surely. So <laughs> that's fair enough. That's fair but, enough. Yeah, who but... knows? But if, I, I honestly, if it was up to me, I would like a, like a Command and Conquer style game, sort of like Halo yeah, Wars, but a... Gears. Maybe that's why we're not getting a Gears of uh, Halo Wars three. We're getting a Gears of War Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Gears of, no, Gears of Wars. Yeah, Same there you go. That. That's it. But yeah, <laughs> we, hopefully we'll find out more about that in the future. But I, it doesn't sound like it's far in development, though. So stuff could change. It could uh, it never see the light of day. So uh, we, we'll just have to keep an eye on it and hope hope more information exactly. gets, gets shown as at all, some point. As always, as always, one can always hope. <laughs> yeah. That's the... That's what, mentor so, that. <laughs> but that's it for the news this week um like i say uh we haven't gone now super go in depth to, now we can go to the main topic yes which we have decided is for this week's episode is microsoft slash xbox ips and game series that they've sort of published that they didn't go anywhere else that we would like to see return so, in the future these are just to keep in mind, these are we we both of us chose three games each that we would love to see returning. It's not necessarily IPs owned by Microsoft. It's just IPs that were published or at least were exclusive totally to Xbox during its time. So um, one thing that I haven't put on, which I was gonna, was Alan Wake, but now as Xbox have pissed that away and gave it back to Remedy. I've not even bothered to add it to the list, so... Uh, yeah, finally. Sad times, because we all want Alan Wake too, but hey-ho. Technically, Control sure. is sort of an Alan Wake sequel, because it links in, so that's the best we're going to get. I would love to see as well Quantum Break 2, but... You never know. That's why Xbox didn't buy them when they had the chat. Like that, They're such a good studio. Know. Why they never did out with Alan Wake? It, it's such a. It, I know it didn't sell well particularly, but it's such a good game. 
oh man, people missed out if they never played that. I can I can honestly say so. But uh, yeah, we we picked three games each or three franchises each we'd like to see. So would you like to begin with your first one? But you are going to begin, bud. So I'll I'll, I'll, be, I'll begin, begin if you want. That's fine by me. I'll start. So uh, my right. my first one then is Blinks. Now, if you don't know who Blinks is, I don't blame you. He was a, it was sort of like their Xbox's platforming mascot attempt on the original Xbox, yeah. and he it's had he, he was like time controlling Hoover basically. He had some really nice time controlling mechanics. It was yeah. really well done. It was hard as fuck. It was a really a really challenging game. But yeah. not because the controls were bad, but mostly because the challenges were really big. Yeah. It worked really well. The character designs were awesome. Story was simple, but that's what we would expect from a first attempt on a platform game. And it was really well received. And some we had a second game and it just ended there. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it did particularly well, but honestly, I picked this. It's not my favourite Xbox game. I haven't honestly played a lot of it, but there's a massive lack of quality platformers or that style of platformer or uh, cartoony sort of mascot style games that Xbox doesn't have. Because here's the situation when Blinks was created. Nintendo had Mario... Sony yep. had crashed. Yeah. And like for them to say what's our what's our platform character and then they will say Master Chief that wouldn't work. Exactly. <laughs> but it, it just it just never sort of took off at the same pace as they I, I don't know what they expected really, but it, it never got big. Uh it never really shifted massive numbers. But it, like I said, like you said for those that plays is really well beloved. Yeah, I mean I'd like to see him even just give it a quick remaster and a re-release, like a double pack with them both in, just to build up a bit of interest because it would be have, awesome. there's such a lack of platformers as such on Xbox compared to other consoles, especially sort of against like Switch. Something yeah, like that, it, it, it could bring it back into the sort of fold and then it could hopefully lead to something else. And it, I mean, it, it was a challenging game, but it was also fun like- at the same time. Like, here's the thing, I don't know why they decided to not bring, not even a remaster for the Xbox One, because they brought back Voodoo Vince as a, making a remaster for, such the, a good game, though. for the Xbox One. Like, and yeah, this is a game that we didn't put it on the list, but still, we would love to see a new Voodoo Vince I did. I haven't put it on, though, but technically, because it's had a re-release recently, I don't class it's, it as dead, dead. But, and, let's, and let's just give us the soundtrack. Just that. Just yeah. give us the soundtrack. I will buy all the copies. If, you, if, you're into, if you're into weird, like, interesting art-styled platformers with strange settings, try Voodoo Vince, because I, I picked it up cheap just out of curiosity. And honestly, yeah. it's it's a solid platformer with weirdly interesting characters and art and a story and humor, sort of thing. As far as humor. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, I'd like to see Blinks come back because it, it is backwards compatible on the 360. Um, For sure. It does have Xbox One X upgrades. 
Oh, we had about um, Voodoo Vince. Yes, it's got um, it's it's just got uh, improved sort of like HD resolutions and stuff like that. But uh, so play, pick that up. But in regards to Blinks, yeah, bring it back, please, because it hasn't yes. been you've, it hasn't been seen since the original Xbox, and it it had like it had a sequel, the uh, the Time Sweeper uh, was the original, and then it was Masters of Time and Space was the second, but yeah, they're backwards compatible on 360, but they're not. Um, not the second one. No. And it's not improved. Uh, it, it says here. I'm just looking on Wikipedia. It says it's it is playable on the 360, but I don't know why not in Brazil. But it, no, no, but I I mean like the on backwards compatibility. I mean, it, according to Wikipedia, it is. It is uh, um, the second game. Yeah, uh, according to York? I'm not saying that's 100 true because Wikipedia can lie. But according okay, to Wikipedia, yeah. it says it is. But there's not been a new Man. game, like I say, since it came out in 2004. So what's that, 17 years? Yeah, so, something like that. So just give us just give us, just give give us, us a new a new one. Just give us a platformer. That's all we want. Something fun, yeah, something, well, something different, something to just sort of like be like, we don't just do shooters and racing games here. There is stuff for everyone. Exactly, exactly. And talking about platforms, and especially because now it's my time for my first game here on my list. For those who know me or just heard the other episodes, I'm a huge Rare fan. fan. I'm not gonna lie. I just love them, with exception of the connected games. But I would love to say there's no way for me to not include on this list Banjo-Kazooie. Man, uh, Banjo-Kazooie, the first game specifically, is such a perfect game, in my opinion, in every single way. There's nothing I could criticize it. And, like, it's just such a damn shame that they did... They didn't even try to re- make a remaster or something like that to bring it back and to give us some hope. Like, here's the thing: the they did decided to bring back Banjo Kazooie on 2006, and we all know what happened then. We had Banjo Kazooie nuts and bolts. To be fair, I do love, I do like, not love, I do like nuts and bolts, but I do have to agree that. It's not the way for you to bring back uh, an IP and such beloved characters after so many years without having any games at all. And then just to change the mechanics. So Yeah, it's a strange <laughs> one, isn't it? Exactly. Like, here's, I, I do have the theory that says that if they decided to make Banjo free and as well to make Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts and release both of them at the same time, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts would be as well loved. It will receive a really way better reception among the fans. Yeah, because it's a solid game. I just think people wanted a classic Banjo game and because it has been so long. uh... Exactly. And this is why, uh, in my theory, I do consider that for it to work, it was necessary for... Banjo free to come before, to release before it, like and then two years later or one year later you 
release nuts and bolts or you make a long sided and simple as that yeah no i agree i mean it, it's sort of more well liked nowadays it's sort of like aged like a a wine it's got a bit better over time but yeah when it came yeah. out no one liked nuts and bolts so but still still to this day is considered the black ship of the Benchmade <laughs> games and for a lot of people it's still considered the game that that's that says that Microsoft skills rare <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just such a shame. I, do you know what? It, it did show, though, that Rare was trying to go in its own direction and do what it wanted to do, whether fans like it or not back then, though. So, yeah. Uh, I but, yeah, I, I would love to see a continuation, a proper platformer. Maybe... Um, a remaster, I, I, just like in Crash Bandicoot and same trilogy. Yeah. That would be a good way to get it back into the limelight. Like I say, a lot of these games, all they need is a remaster... And just to get it back out there, but I th Banjo would look amazing with the like the lush, like the the blocky sort of lush uh, scenery and the grass and the blocks and everything. I think it would look fantastic remastered. Yeah. But yeah, I I'd love to see a, a Banjo free. I I totally agree with you there. Um, I I did think about saying Conquer, but honestly, I think it, if I had to pick one or the other, it would be Banjo way over Conquer. Yeah, I know what I mean. Uh, even though we both love uh, Conquer, yeah, but still, Banjo is such a is such a big shame because I think that it's more it's going to be easier for them to make a Banjo game than a a true Conquer game nowadays. Not gonna lie, especially because of all the humor and the added stuff and all the disciple should be yeah i th i think nowadays the only way we'd get a new conquer it was if it was like 2d and sort of like battle toes that sort of humor i think it could work as like a side scrolling platformer but i don't i don't see a 3d open like proper platformer like adult platformer anymore it was part of its time and time has moved on people get offended easily about stuff and they don't want to risk offending someone with a, a shitty joke or something like that. So I honestly don't think we'll ever see a Conquer game again, unfortunately, unless he's, unless, like I say, they do something wild, but I couldn't imagine it. Do you know what I mean? So. Yeah, I, I, w I would love to, for for both Banjo and Conquer, for them to be developed by or... Delilah Studios or yeah. Double Fine Productions. I would Double love Fine to see would do really good. Yeah, really good. Like they they have the both both studios have talents. I think they are able to do something nice with it. But moving to your second one, then. Yeah. So my second pick is uh, Blue Dragon. Now, thank you. This is a RPG. Uh, and it was made by Mist Microsoft Game Studios. Uh, I think Mistwalker was like the developer of it, if I'm correct. It's been a while. Um, who did Lost Odyssey? And uh, they did do a few other Blue Dragons. A couple of games did come out later on, but they were for some reason they they were on the 3DS. Like there was two Blue Dragon sequels, and they came out on the 3DS and not on the. Uh, the 360, but yeah, Blue Dragon was right. like, it was one of the uh, was it a launch game or in the launch window? 
it wasn't a lunch stream. It was, a, I think, it was in the lunch window because during the 360 times, the lunch games were Cameo, Perfect Dark Zero, and Quake. Quake 4, I think. Mm. It, it was an early game, though. I think it came out in 2006, but it was made on designs made by the guy who created Final Fantasy. And I can't pronounce his name, but I will butcher it here. It's Hironobu Sakaguchi. And I'm sure the character designs were based on the guy who created Dragon Ball's Akira Toriyama did the character designs as you, as they just looked like Dragon Ball characters. So uh, it looked amazing. It had a, a decent story, a decent cast. It was a massive game over a few discs. And um, yeah, it didn't do bad. I'm sure it got decent reviews. And it was it was a very old school game, I must admit. Uh, and it was the first 360 game to be on more than one disc. I think it was on three discs altogether. And yeah, it's really mm-hmm. weird. It never got a, like a, a 360 or an Xbox sequel because it came out. It had a TV show about it, like it had an anime, and yeah. it had um, it had two sequels. But they never bothered bringing a sequel out, and I don't know why because it's not a bad game at all. I mean, if you <laughs> like Final Fantasy. It's just a Final Fantasy game. And like I mean, it's as close to a Final Fantasy game as you can be without calling Final Fantasy. Like it plays like Final exactly. Fantasy, but it looks like Dragon Quest because obviously it's the uh, Akira Toriyama does the the, exactly. the the character designs, but the story was yeah. good, the voice acting was good. I mean it had Tara Strong as one of the main characters. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. who if you don't know Tara Strong is she does uh, Harley Quinn, um one of many My Little Pony, she's Raven in Teen Titans Go, and she was the main mm-hmm. female in it. Um, the, character. Uh, the turn-based combat as well was really well done. Really, it really. Yeah, it was the, really good. They really worked really well with the all the RPG elements of making a classic RPG, just like the old Final Fantasy games. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's 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 so weird that, it, and I, I don't think it did bad. I think it did pretty well. But I I feel like Xbox just gave up in Japan and just was like, well, we don't want to fund it because that's that's so bullshit, man. Like, make yeah. something different. We're like, it's different. We love writing. They just lost one game that brought a ton of variety to it. Like, just like we've lost Odyssey, you know? Yeah, who was made by the same people. <laughs> it's like they had two good games and then they just we never saw them again and funny fact the main character who was a boy in the game is voiced mm-hmm. by the same person who voices uh, Kyle's mum in South Park just to let you know what? <laughs> yeah <laughs> so Sheila Browfloski is voiced by the same character same person as the main character in Blue Dragon fun fact for the day the more you know, the more you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's voiced loads of people by the look. She's done quite a lot, but um, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was such a big, a big game at the time, and it's, it was a, like I say, it's, a, it's a, a pure classic Japanese and RPG, is, and I just don't get like why that's never had and anything. Why, and this is why it makes a bigger shame for Xbox to not just decided to continue this or to we will make more games and or we will invest more on this make a remaster stuff like that like it's awesome to see available on backwards compatibility that's 
awesome as well as it was awesome to see it available on the lunar sale i was able to get it yeah i was i will be finally able to play this game again since i just i was only able to play this game during inside the friend's house it's I worth getting no digitally problem. as well because you don't have to change all the discs as well so that's that's pretty yeah cool. exactly no man i'm just really hyped and to play it and bring it back. Yeah, it's like I say, it is on the store right now. It's backwards compatible, so you can use the discs. But give it a try. Honestly, it's such a it's such a visually good game, and the story. I mean, it, it's very. If you like Final Fantasy, you've played it before. It it's it, it's as close to Final Fantasy, like I say, as it, it could be. I mean, it play. It's like the guy who created Final Fantasy just went, "This isn't Final Fantasy," and he just literally stuck a different sticker on the box. Because it, it literally yeah. is a Final Fantasy game, but it's a Final Fantasy game that has like the look of Dragon Ball and Dragon Quest, so it's yeah. it stands out. It's not as bland as some of the Final Fantasy games can be. I it guess it's perfection. It's, it, it is. It's such a good game, and I have no idea why we only got sequels on the DS. Unless I, I assume Microsoft doesn't own it. Um, yeah, probably. But I've put it on this list anyway, so. Um, it's it's fair. It's it still goes to the rules. It was a Xbox exclusive during its time. It's weird though. I'm just reading on Wikipedia. It said in 2006 it confirmed that the sequel was in production. And, and we then, never did. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad. But so, yeah. <laughs> continue. Continue. No worries. We can hope. We yeah. can always hope. We can always play the original game now that is available on backwards compatibility. No worries. We'll, we'll, we'll make it. We'll make it. <laughs> but continue to our list. My second game here, it's... How can, how can I say that? It's not as popular as you would say, but during its time it was massive uh, for those who played it. I just love it, and I would love to see it back. That is Fusion Frenzy. Yes. Fusion Frenzy, for those who don't know, is is Mario is Xbox Mario Party. Simple as that. Nonetheless, the only difference is that instead of a, a board game where you go roll the dice, you walk the path and step by step and he has a ton of bonuses and traps and that kind of stuff fusion frenzy is more like a an arcade style game because you you bring your friends over to your home you choose your characters up to four characters and you will just select the game modes you would like to play and there was and like i i haven't played the second fusion frenzy but the first one, there were so many games there. Some, most of them were really good. Yeah, two Others wasn't as good were, as one. One is the best. Yeah, man, it it worked so well. The 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 craziness, the creativity, it was just such well done and addicting to call everyone to your house and then let's just play some fusion frenzy. It, it worked yeah. really well. Yeah, I, I didn't play a lot of it, I must admit, but Xbox is missing like a party game game. There's not... Yes, like, Mario Party is awesome. 
I've got to give it yeah. credit. I mean, the new one isn't, but in general, Mario parties are really good. But um, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's one of those games that it had two and then it never got another. I mean, the second one is currently on Game Pass on backwards compatibility as well, I believe. Um, oh, yeah, yeah so in, it, it might not be in Brazil, but I know in England we. Uh, it was at one point. I don't know if it still is, but it was on Game Pass and it is on backwards compat. But number two isn't as good as number one. But yeah. why we haven't had a third one, especially with Game Pass, that's something you could bring a version out and then every couple of months just add a couple of extra game modes to it just to keep it fresh. Yeah. And it's it's definitely actually, a game that would work well in the live service sort of style uh, and the Game Pass style games. Like, I do think that they could change one thing that is, instead of just making the, the just select the game modes you want to play, make a, just more like Mario Party to, to have the board and the dice and other yeah. things. So I think it would really work too if you would have this thing because it's more, you are playing at the same time that you are not playing, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, I totally agree with you. Yeah, um, that's the that's the only thing I can really say could need improving. But it was always fun, and it was uh, it's weird. This, this is another one of those things when you're like, why has it never had a sequel? It's just exactly. so odd. It's I just th- so th- odd. I think it was a, like I think it was a that was a time where Microsoft was just being too much experimental, you know? Because oh, we did a Fusion Frenzy. It works nice. It works. So we'll make a sequel. Ah, the sequel didn't work. Okay, so shut down. I think that's uh, what happened. Yeah, they did. They, it was at the time where I don't because, think they wanted to. Because there were as so much. many, there were a ton of games during the original Xbox era that where they were really different from each other. The creativity of games or an exclusive games were was massive. And we had some pretty awesome games as well as some pretty bad ones, but it was all of them were creativity nonetheless. Like I really would like to see the this creativity and like let's just try it. Let's just make a experiment and just to make bring some more variety and Fusion Frenzy, it's a game that it's for certain needed to be brought back on Xbox because of the variety. Yeah, no, so it's Fusion Frenzy 1, which is on backwards compatibility. I apologize. Yeah. And Fusion Frenzy 2 was on Xbox 360. So I'm just getting my numbers mixed up. So Fusion Frenzy 1 is on Game Pass or was. Uh, Fusion, Fusion Frenzy 2 came out on the 360. And yeah, it it looks like it did absolutely crap. So <laughs> yeah, that... which is weird because number two was developed by Hudson Soft. Really? Yeah, who make lots of those sort of like they made Bomberman and stuff like that. And didn't they actually help make Mario Party? I think yeah, they fucked it up. <laughs> they probably just got sat on money, basically. So the original uh... one was made by Blitz Games. Who? <laughs> Let's hope they are still alive. So no, no, they they, they shut down in nineteen ninety nine. Let me have a look. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They kept going. They uh, 
Blitz games. The last game they made was in 2013. Very informative. Blitz games. They, they made Epic Mickey. They helped make Epic Mickey 2. They basically nice. made a lot of um, tie-in games. SpongeBob SquarePants, Fairly Odd Parents. They did make the pretty good Chicken Run game, though, on PlayStation, according nice, to... Nice. to um, uh, Wikipedia, but I don't know. Maybe they are still the website's still up. Oh no, it ceased trading on twelfth of September, twenty thirteen. So mm, it feels like they just got sort of merged in. But yeah, it's odd that they made the first one, and then Hudson Soft, who created, basically did the first Mario Party, if I remember correctly, and so many good party games took on an already established that- thing and shit to the beds. Yeah, you know I mean, because <laughs> Fusion Frenzy <laughs> Two was terrible, if I remember correctly. So, Such a shame. But that's uh, that's bring, life, isn't it? So bring, Yeah. Bring back, make a remake, make a sequel, whatever. Just bring back. It would be so wonderful to have a body a new Xbox body game, body style game. Yeah. <laughs> oh so, so yeah, I've so I've gone a bit game? yeah, I, on my final pick, I've sort of gone out of the box. Just, so. just to tell you. I never heard of this game ever in my life, okay? Right, so, so this is this is based on a TV show. Um so this came out years ago uh, and they were made they were published by Microsoft and they were they published quite a lot of them. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight plus eight plus games and they came okay. to PC. Maybe it was a success. <laughs> It, it was one of their. It's one of Microsoft's best-rated franchises, other than like Gears and Forza and Halo. In terms of like Metacritic scores, it's up there in the sort of top five or ten series, I think, overall. So this is the Magic School Bus. Now, if you don't know what the Magic School Bus is, if you didn't watch kids TV when you were in the early nineties, um, basically it's about kids whose teacher has a magic school bus that can teleport fly transform turn into spaceships anything it wants and basically every episode was like a lesson and they did something and they learned something and then all these games they brought out like point and clicky sort of interactive learning games for the for this for the computer system like the pc back in the day windows um and I remember using it at school, uh, and it was like explore the human body. And obviously, in that episode, they shrink down and they go inside someone's body, and you learn all about the body. But it was really good for as a kid, and it was really um, educational, but fun and interactive. And they made loads of them. I've played a few of them over the years. But now the Magic School mm-hmm. Bus has had a like a new series. It's had uh, I think it's on it's, it's had two or three series and a couple of specials on Netflix. Uh, so it's back and it's okay. popular. Let's dust it off Microsoft. Obviously, they don't own the IP because that's obviously owned by someone, and obviously Netflix have got the TV rights. But Microsoft did, like I say, publish all of these games originally. Uh, and okay. They could make it, especially with this magic bus that can transform into anything and do anything and go anywhere. I feel like, as someone who's a parent, I would like to see more sort of fun kids' games that are educational over mind-numbingly crap just because they're kids' games. 
There's no nah, reason. Nice. There's no reason little kids can't have fun games that are just not stupidly easy. Yeah, my son's six and he can play Forza. He can play all sorts of games with me, and he's not bad at them. I mean, obviously, he's not going to play Call of Duty and Gears and some of the more complicated platformers, but he can play kids' games. He plays racing games. But I'd love to see more fun but not stupidly challenging and educational game sort of for consoles or PC. And this is a season, and I absolutely love the Magic School Bus as a kid. And I love the fact, I love the, the new season has a great voice cast. It's got um, Kate McKinnon, I believe, from SNL, and uh, the new Ghostbusters is the main character. And Honestly, I just like nice. to see. I just like to see it get a bit of love. Like, obviously, Microsoft used to promote it quite a lot in its uh, early days. Uh, well, who would have guessed that uh, <laughs> they would give that much? It's crazy, isn't it? Much, uh, this franchise that has eight plus games, right? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm going to send you once we finish the podcast. I'll send you a video. I mean, nowadays you've got to think this was like 2000 and early 2000s or 96, I think, to 2000s. Uh, so they've they've not aged amazing, but mm-hmm. um, it's a, it's a series that obviously Microsoft had a hand in previously and did quite a lot of games. And honestly, uh, yeah, it's not sure, it's not anything exciting, but I feel like with modern technology we can make interesting games that kids can learn a lot from and adults can enjoy as well, honestly. It's, all kids' games and kids' focus games don't have to be mind-numbingly simple and boring because I've played quite a few on Xbox that I've made for kids and they're like kids... The kids' yeah. um, kids focused and it's like banging your head against the table. They're so bland and they just pump out crap just because no, they know kids no want it and there's nothing else. Like Paw Patrol well as, games yeah. and stuff <laughs> they, like that. They can't can be as bad as the PS1 kids games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're, they're, no, they're worse. They're worse nowadays. I would honestly say they're worse than the kids games uh, on the PS1. Like I've I've put on like Toy Story 2 and uh, some of the like Disney kids games on the, the the PlayStation, and my kids quite enjoy them. And but nice. Some of them are terrible. Some of them are terrible nowadays. So. Uh, there's not That's as many. You, they... you don't get as many tying games on like Xbox it's and PlayStation. Yeah, exactly. Po- so I'm going to be boring. Play bad games because they know the world is not that. It's not a paradise. Exactly. So I'm going to be boring, and my pick's going to be Magic School Bus coming back, and I'm going to send you a link to it later, and you can enjoy it to the fullest. <laughs> 4K. <laughs> yeah, 4K. That's it. Yeah, 4K. Ultra HD cartoon graphics. That's all we need. 60 to 120 FPS. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so what is your last choice then? So here, this is a choice, again, another rare game. But it was just such a shame that we never got any simple sequel. And I think it's absurd people saying that the game was bad during its release. The game that I'm going to talk about is Cameo Elements of Power. I just love Cameo Elements of Power. It was so such a well done game, especially for a company like where Rare, where they their main games were racing 
platform games and then then decided to you know what we're going to make a something different something different and i would say ambitious you know because it is like a fantasy world rpg style with some small elements not that much where you can control elemental creatures and you can transform into them and have their powers and in a massive fantastic world where the only objective was to show the power of the 360 because the lightning and the particle effects were awesome they were a big gem on this game the story was nice it was well <laughs> done as well as the levels i really enjoyed how it worked some of the the only criticisms that i do have are the icy mechanics <laughs> that i'm not gonna spoil anything you do can play cameo elements of power right now on xbox game pass or on rare replay collection that is as well available on game pass so you will know what I mean. But it was such a well done game in my opinion. And it had so much potential. And it end and as well it ended with a cliffhanger. <laughs> and we never saw what happened. That's the worst with games and on cliffhangers and you never get another <laughs> uh, and I just thought and this the the thing that was uh, that just was a big bummer for me is that on Rare Replay archives that it has there exclusive videos talking about developments and plans and cancel games one of the cancel games there is cameo 2 <laughs> for crying out loud what just happened why i don't know i don't think that it was rare that decided to we are going to cancel this i think it was microsoft that really decided to don't focus on that focus on connect games i really think that that's what happened but one can hope it would be so awesome to see Cameo being brought back from the dead, especially because it was a game that, man, it was different from everything that I saw in when you compare what for for with what we had available during the time as well. It had graphics just like uh, you were feeling like you were playing a World of Warcraft game was really colorful the graphics were really beautiful it was just ah, such fantastical elements that would i would love to see a more open world and more rpg with more rpg elements and complex elements on it it would work it would be the return of a franchise that within time it has been receiving some more love among the fans but yeah, cameo elements of power. Bring it back, please. <laughs> I, do you know what? I've I've only played this once and I didn't enjoy it. But I don't know whether I should give it another go because I just didn't play it a lot. And I don't know whether I just wasn't in the right frame of mind. But I do like the look of it and I like the abilities that change and stuff, like the different powers. But for some reason, it was that ball section where you're at the first ball section where you're in a ball and you're rolling around. I don't even think but it's far into the game. I just didn't enjoy it. But that's just me. I would like to see more of it because it looked nice. And I, I like the, the lore that I read upon and stuff. But here's the thing. It, it gets better. When you are starting the game, you will feel kind of weird because of the physics mechanics that Rare was 
really working on it and it was brought during the cameo elements of power it was brought as well this physics engine was brought as well on perfect dark zero as well as on banjo kazooie and all that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. and it was their like first games where they were using the true physics engine and kind of you just need to get used to it but it's really good to try try it out really try to finish it you will like it, I it think. it's on my list of, i want to play for all the rare replay games at some point i just like, haven't done it yet especially because of with all the variety of things you can do with the elemental warriors every single warrior and character has a unique design they all feel different from each other with their abilities they all have their like rpg elements of like okay i'm facing these elements so it's going to be way better for me to transform into this elemental warrior instead of the other one so it's going to be for it to be easier to fight and man it, it was really awesome as well as it has some elements that for its time it was amazing because there were some moments where it had some large armies and there was there was a lot of stuff going on on the screen and like it was a game that it showed the power of the 360 for its era it worked pretty well in my opinion with that point yeah <sighs> i'm definitely gonna have to pick it up and have a trial one day like i said it's, it's i just I, I when i got the rare replay installed i was like i'm gonna play for all of these and that's one of them because I, I, I played it about two years ago, I think, last. And I, I just did, couldn't get into it then. But I, I really want to actually get through it and finish it. Um, but one day I will. It's, it's on my list, but <laughs> that list always grows. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to be worth the, uh, oh. the, the wire. Imagine, imagine being able to play games all day. Wouldn't that be good? I'd finally get through my backlog. Uh, yeah. Especially <laughs> imagine playing games for a living or making podcasts for a living so we can have more time to play games. That's Give the us dream, isn't it? Just kidding, we are just kidding. If there's anything you want to see us play and talk about, though, as well, just let us know. Like We're always looking for stuff to try. Um, but, yeah, that's our six, six picks, three each. Uh, please let us know in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube or something like that, one of our, or on uh, Twitch, on like the catch-up. Just let us know what you think. Um, there's loads. We could, we could have gone on and gone on, but we decided just to pick three each just for time. Maybe, exactly. maybe we'll do another one of these in the future and we'll do another three each. But um, for yeah, sure. there's so many. There's so many sort of Microsoft properties or Microsoft-touched games where they've obviously had their hands in it in some way, whether they own it now or not. That we'd love to see exactly. come back, but yeah. So that's that's it for this episode. Pretty much, there's not much left yeah, to talk like, about, is there? We do, we, do have, we do have some new things just to for just to talk uh, to, to inform everyone. We had some new games being added to X Cloud, as yes, well we as did. some Game Pass addictions. Additions. It's Game Pass Addiction. I know what that's like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. As always, as always, there, there's always some everything that is added to Game Pass. It becomes an addiction. See, simple as that. So, to XCloud, we we had Bridge Constructor Portal, Mark Mark Red. I don't know how to say this one. Uh, New Oversee, 
Nowhere Prophet, Spirit Fairer, A Little Acre, and Ukulele The Impossible Lair. So, from this list here, the only ones I would recommend because it's the ones I know are Spirit Fairer and Ukulele Impossible Lair. Simple as that. Uh, I'd say Little Acre as well. Little Acre is a uh, point-and-click adventure with pretty nice cartoon graphics, uh, a semi-decent story, and it'll take you a couple of hours to play through, but it'd probably play quite well on a phone since you just tap in where you want them to look and what to do. Uh, So if you like those sort of old-school point-and-click adventure games, sort of like Double Fine ones that we've talked about in the past, try Little Acre. Uh, Like I say, it, it surprised me at how good it was. Yeah, nice, nice. And for but the others the, I haven't played. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Me neither. That's the problem. <laughs> but and for Xbox Game Pass, we do have that fire Ultimate Edition, Pillars of Eternity to Two, that fire. This is a game from Obsidian Studios, so it's a uh, an Xbox IP. What is it we though? Have... What is Dead Fire? Is it an expansion for Pillars of Eternity, or is it a spin-off game, or? No, no. It's, it's the sequel. There's Pillars of Eternity, and this is Pillars oh, of Eternity. Right. Right. It's one of those games I've never played, so. Ah, uh, you should check it out. So I'm, just, I'm looking at the pic- pictures online. It looks very Diablo esque. Like the writing of Pillars of Eternity and the elements, element, the RPG elements are so well done. Obsidian are Obsidian Studios are just masters of it. We do right. have as well a game called Wreckfest. This one I never heard of. I never this is tried. really good. I've got this in there. Really? Yeah, it's fun. It's basically imagine sort of demolition derby, but modern. Mm. So more more cars, more graphic, like better graphics. Uh, it's not just like there is destruction racing. There's all sorts of different types. There's uh, lawnmower racing and destruction derbies. It's just, honestly, if you like those sort of multiplayer sort of driving games, but you want something where it's a bit more uh, arcade demolition instead of just racing, then honestly, give it a go. It is a really fun game. But the problem I've had with it is it didn't have split-screen multiplayer, which I I always think is strange for racing games. Um so yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't able to play it with my son. So we play it like single player, but uh, and I play it online. But yeah, if you want to play with friends locally, you can't. But it does have online. And honestly, give it a try. There's quite a lot of content in it. There's all sorts of different types of racing and different types of vehicles and stuff. So uh, yeah, it's a fun little game. Definitely give that a try. Fair enough, fair enough. We do have as well Cold Vein. For the PC. Yeah, for the PC. So... Uh, for though we just forgot to talk about these details, um, Pillars of Eternity 2 is being added on xCloud and console, console. as well as and Wreckfest is being added to xCloud, console, and PC. And Code Vein is being added only to PC because, for what I know, Code Vein is already available on Xbox Game Pass for, for the console, right? I believe so, yeah, and it's sort of like an anime. Slashy, like over the top actiony, hack and slashy. It looks from the looks of it, uh, it's a very anime esque sort of like they've all got massive swords, big guns, the the tits are hanging out, and they've got like leather jackets on and stuff, and they're chopping things up. And I'm not 100% sure what it is, but it 
if you're into that sort of style, uh, I'd definitely give it a go now. It's on Game Pass on PC and console. Exactly, exactly. So, with that final shout-out here, just to inform the about the new games being added to Cloud and Game Pass, I guess this is a wrap. Yeah, that is it for this week. So, we're coming in, what? Oh, shy of two hours for a change. That's fantastic. So, uh, thank, you. thank you very much for listening. You know what it means, right? It means the format is working. <laughs> yeah, so we're probably going to sort of stick with this format going forward. But if you've got any ideas for things to talk about, for like the um, discussion section at the feedback. end, give us your ideas, your suggestions, because we've got a handful to begin with, but obviously we'd love to to get do things that you guys want to hear. Um, but as this is the end of the episode, uh, like I say, it will be getting uploaded onto our social medias over the coming days and it'll also be up on spotify and other podcasting uh providers uh as soon as they they make it live you can find us online on facebook twitch youtube twitter and um instagram now instagram i nearly forgot the word there and the username is on the screen right now but if you're listening to this later on or you can't see the screen because you're listening on the podcast uh provider it is the username is XBL, so that's XBL Party Podcast, all one word, uh, and that's the same for all of our social networking. And you can find us personally, like I say, if you want to add us as well on our personal accounts, we do chat, we do respond to people, we do organise games and stuff. You can find me on Twitter under at Z23Ash. And you can find me as Capital F B O Amorin ninety seven, and you can see them on the screen now as well. Uh, but yeah, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thank you for the people that have been watching live and the the people that have put a few comments in. Like I say, we would not normally recording on a Sunday. It is normally on a Saturday, but life has uh, pushed us back a day life today. Happened. Yeah, but uh, if it not, then... if it all goes to plan next week, we'll be doing it again at eight pm GMT UK time. Uh, on Twitch, and uh, yeah, hopefully we can see you there. So, thank you very much, guys. Stay always gaming, stay always loving Xbox and video games in general, and we'll see you next week. See thank you, you very later. much, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.